Hey everyone, my name is Nick. And my name's Kat. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Made for You and Me, an educational and entertaining podcast on the history, geology, wildlife, and other fun facts within America's best idea, the National Parks. We also wanted to add that in last week's episode when we were talking about all the amazing geological formations of Petrified Forest National Park, we did um, mention... Cat did. Cat mentioned a formation called a butt. Which it should be pronounced that way. Yeah, I mean, that makes makes sense. The English language is weird. Stupid. (laughs) TWO, for example. What is that? But... The word was but, B-U-T-T-E, and we pronounced it but, but it's actually pronounced but. And we just wanted to correct that. But, but, whatever, tomato, tomato. But thank you. I, I think that um, if we're going to be an educational and entertaining podcast, mm-hmm. we should at least be the educational part. I guess so. But anyway, I think it was a great episode. Just like correction, not but, but but, but also but. Whatever. Whatever. Hooray! <laughs> um, so today we are going to be recording two episodes because we don't want to get too ahead of ourselves because, I mean, we've already done six national parks, which is like nearly a tenth of the national parks. And we want to be doing this for like longer than a year for you all and for ourselves. So we are going to mix it up every once in a while and have an episode on something Random, still good and pertinent to the National Park's theme, but not strictly on a park itself um, so that we're not done in like a year because that just wouldn't be fun. I like the added benefit of being able to go on vacation one day so we can bank some of that these. too. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So we're going to record two today, one to be released in a timely manner and the other to have on hand for when we do on vacation or there's a holiday or whatever else. Yes, only good things. That's the only reason we wouldn't. Only good things. No bad things happen. Right, right, right. Um, So this is going to be an easy episode for me because Kat's going to take it away. And she did some research on something cool she wanted to talk about. And I'm just going to be the listener and the reactor. Ooh, you you have such good reactions. Thanks. So um, this was inspired by one of our favorite people who I had dinner with this weekend, um, who showed me kind of their way to get away from it all. Mm -hmm. So I was mentioning that when I get stressed out, I go to the ocean and I... Try to go at night so you can see the ocean and the stars and just realize you are tiny and you don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> so you you can make it an impact and hopefully your positive impact is bigger than you expected and your negative impact doesn't exist. But um, so they told me about what they do when they feel stressed out. So today I wanted to talk about something that can have a positive impact on the entire world. Whether you're rich, poor, you live in Florida, you live in Alaska, whether you have time to travel, or you can barely squeeze a moment in to pluck your unibrow, this is for you. Such good feels. (laughs) Yes. My topic today has become my mini mindfulness moments, my zen routine, and when I want to reach through the Zoom meeting to mute someone's mic, I always do this now. (laughs) So most importantly for me personally, it's also a looking glass into the rest of the world. So in 2020, we definitely take for granted the fact that we can be transported to another space visually with the tap of an app. So, um, Well, we both do and don't. In this day and age, we take it for granted. But in this specific year, (laughs) we're realizing how grateful we are for those times. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, you... 
you're probably very interested in these parks. And after you hear this, I bet you're going to be like me, where you have filled an entire screen of your phone with links to web browsers. Because today we're going to be talking about live stream webcams and the videos of epic landscapes and occasional appearances of wildlife doing what they do best, being wild. Being wild. Super wild. Um, And this is really cool that we have the ability to just tune in to a place on the other side of the country or the world and see what's going on. Absolutely. And I had no idea how many there are. So if this is... If you're somehow listening to this and you've never, ever visited the interwebs, let me give you Wikipedia's definition of a webcam. So in its original sense, it's a video camera connected to the web continuously for an indefinite time rather than for a particular session, generally supplying a view for anyone who wants to visit its web page over the internet. Yeah. Great. Makes sense. I feel like that needed some commas in there. Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, y'all get the point. I'm sure you already knew what it was anyway. So basically, people have set up cameras in the park pointed in areas of interest, and you can see live feeds of them anytime. For the U.S. National Parks, I would put these videos into two categories. So there are videos that are beautiful scenery of natural landscapes and obviously scenic views in general. And then there are other videos that are more specific to wildlife and watching critters. Mm. And so I didn't want to spend the entire night or week going through all of them. Honestly, I just didn't. So I'll admit that I looked up the top 10 on Google and I looked at a few different web pages and, you know, honestly, most people agreed with each other. So we're going to go About over what the top 10 were. Yeah. And are these top 10 in American national parks? Yes. Or, okay. Yes. Cool. So today I'm going to review my top two favorite of each category, both the scenery and the wildlife in this short episode. So you have five categories that you've created? There are two categories. Two categories? <laughs> oh, I thought you said you were doing the top two. Top top two webcams in each category. So four all together. Four webcams. Two in scenery, two in wildlife. Oh, and in, and but you're also doing a top ten most popular. No, I Google searched top 10 most popular to be able to narrow it down. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Okay, so and we're not are... talking about the top 10. We're talking about the four that Kat wanted to point out. Exactly. Okay, sorry I got lost. No worries. Mm-hmm. And I did want to keep this short and sweet because, um, yeah, it's a short. Cool. All right, so first, the the first webcam. These are in no particular order of my preference. I just I looked at a bunch of them, and there were some things that were – more interesting than others. So, place I've always wanted to go to is Hawaii. Mm. And so this is actually a crater on a volcano. And the crater is called Ha-la-ma-u-ma-u. Good effort. <laughs> Do no, you know what it is? I don't know. I don't. Okay. But I'm just saying, like, that was... I'm really proud of, of, of you for... <laughs> Sorry, that sounded like really rude and condescending, but no, but no, that, that I think that sounded great. Well, no, I'm I'm just not going to try to do it fast. I'm just going to oh, do it right. No, you so, shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yes. And so it's a pit crater, um, and it's on the Kilo Ah. It's the upside down E. What is that? What does that sound? I a? could not tell you. Kilo A. Anyway, 
In Hawaii. Volcanoes <laughs> National Park. And the volcano is Hawaii's most active and its youngest. Oh. And so um, while there have been several sightings of eruptions during the 20th century, um, and a lot of those, not a lot, but there were some between 2008 and 2018. So I'm wondering, when I was looking at this, why are we looking at a crater when it's a volcano? I, hmm. Like I said, I've never been to one of these. So according to Nat Geo, craters are formed by the outward explosion of rocks and other materials from a volcano, and calderas are formed by the inward collapse of a volcano's magma chamber. Whatever all that means. Magma chamber. Magma. <laughs> That's cool. So craters are usually much smaller features than calderas, and calderas are sometimes considered giant craters. So where on the volcano is the crater? On the out outer outskirts. Well, I mean, it's just not in the middle of it. It's like on the sides. Okay, so it's like while you're ascending the volcano, it's just like an area on the side of the volcano. Yeah, I think it might be at the base as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, because there is... There's lava. This particular crater had lava between 2008 and 2018. Gotcha. It would rise and fall, and sometimes it would actually rise enough um, so you could see it in the middle, but it would rise enough so you could see it like on the floor of the crater. Oh. I know. So now there's actually water at the bottom of the crater. This is since 2019. In the past two years, they have found water, which is somehow a big deal. The video for why this is a big deal was 20 minutes long, so I did not watch it. <laughs> All of this to say, when you go on their website, you can see the live feed, and I have all of these pulled up so I can give you, like, what's going on right now, which is pretty much nothing. It just looks like a crater. It looks like the Grand Canyon, the beginning of the Grand Canyon. Like, someone was trying to shovel out the Grand Canyon, and okay. they got, like, the first two, like, scoops out. <laughs> um, but then, right below that, there's a thermal image of it. So you can see the hot inner part and how it gets cooler towards the outsides. Mm. And so that's the only one I saw like that. And it's pretty cool. Yeah. So that's why I think that one's awesome. And it's Hawaii. There are also quite a few webcams in the Volcanic National Park. So the next webcam is located in the park headquarters at Zion Canyon in Utah. And it shows the park's most famous views, the temples and towers of the Virgin. This one got me thinking. I'm going to find out when the sunrise and sunset happens, specifically there in Eastern Standard Time, and set my alarms on my phone. Oh, okay. This is like how excited I am about this. So um, you can check out their sunrise and sunset. I use Wonderground and then do like an hour before that. So the... Cam that you just talked about was interesting to you and you brought that up because it shows something that really cool that's happening on a volcano in the national park. And this cam that we're talking about now in Zion is cool because it's a really beautiful view. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No, I like I like that you're, you know, mixing it up and that these cameras are, should be recognized for different reasons. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Cool. Um when you just look at it, like, during the day, like, if you were to look at it even right now, it's just the mountain ridge. And I say just the mountain ridge because I don't know that I would look at it more than just, like, as a picture if it weren't dusk or dawn. Mm -hmm. So at dusk and dawn, there's the most beautiful colors of red, orange, and pink that light up the side of the mountain. I mean, it's just incredible. And 
Nick and I live somewhere that I call like a 2D world, like we're a flat coastal region. And so anytime you get like a 3D view of something, I'm pretty amazed by it. So it might just be my love for mountain sunsets and things of that nature. But hopefully I can start uh, following the sunrise and sunset. And when I'm having awkward conversations, I can use this as a distraction because it really is like, I think I could talk to someone about this um, particular view and they could get stoked about it. I would highly suggest looking at the live photos they have right now. Well, I will also add, I have been to Zion National Park and it's one of my favorites. And I did not look into this specific webcam that you are referring to, but the whole park is just so, so beautiful. So I believe that it's quite a a vision. Did you go there um, like by dawn or dusk at any point? No, I was just there in the middle of the day and it was stunning. So nice. it might be even better at dawn or dusk and I literally can't even fathom. Yeah, it reminded me there were some mountain ranges in New Mexico called the Watermelon Mountains because oh. at sunset it has like pink and oh, wow. yeah, dark red and green. And so um, it really reminded me of that. I can't put into words how beautiful that one was honestly so i also need to give a shout out to the other webcams because they are also amazing the everglades has one that um apparently you can see you know gators and stuff like that Mm -hmm. every once in a while when i looked at it today i actually saw people bicycling around it so that felt creepy but i mean (laughs) it's ada compliant so thank you for that also yosemite you can see the falls cool um some of the falls not the good part um old faithful And they also have predictions on the Old Faithful page for uh, when it's going to Geyser. The Geyser, don't look at Old Faithful or the Yellowstone one of Old Faithful unless it's like geysering because there's nothing going on. Otherwise, there's nothing. Yeah, so that's why I guess my mind was just like, I'm not going to call it that. I'm going to call it this. I wouldn't call it like the Yellowstone webcam. I would call it the, the Old Faithful Got it. Webcam. Okay. <laughs> but it is in Yellowstone. It's not in Yosemite. And um, yeah, just a little clarification. So my top two critter cams are the Bears of Katmai, Alaska, and the Bald Eagle Nest in Channel Islands, California. There's a camera just on a nest? A bald eagle nest? Wow. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep. So... If you're truly interested in being one of those people who sees something interesting or cute happen live, you will need to remember what time of year to go to these camps. So no fear. If the hatchlings have already flown the nest or the bears are in hibernation, the highlight reels will hold you over, I promise. So still go to the websites and see the highlight reels. They're so incredibly cute. Oh, my God. Okay, so um, the National Park Service website will tell you the best times to tune in. So, for example, there are six cameras in Katmai alone, and their best times for viewing range from June to October. And in June and July, bears are catching a lot of salmon because that's when they're running, and bears catch up to 40 salmon a day. Wow. So that's like an essential time if you want to see some bears in action. And in July, as many as 25 bears have been seen at the same time at Brooks Falls. On one cam? Yeah, so wow. mark your calendars. <laughs> that's, um, that's cool. And these are grizzly bears? Yes. Yes. So I have I actually pulled it up, and we can watch a little bit of it and see if there's anything to point out about these little cuties. 
Is this live or a highlight reel? It's a live highlight reel. I know. I got oh, okay. excited thinking I like, I like oh. every time I got on today, I was like, oh, I'm going to be a person who sees something cool. <laughs> and like, of course, I didn't see anything. But that's, that's okay. It's just neat that these are here and they exist. And you can just like literally from a distance safely and without having any impact on nature, witness nature. That's and really cool. For some reason, it feels different than watching National Geographic. I don't know why, hmm. but it does. I mean, it's in it's in real time. I mean, National Geographic is like is beautiful and great, but obviously, like those are dramatized to an extent. You know, like there's a Hollywood factor to it, and this is just like so genuine and so pure, and that's you. What you see is what you get. That is exactly right. I completely agree. So love that yes this is we're watching a stream and it's a mama bear and three cubs and they're just waiting for that little salmon but the cubs are they've got like their head resting on the other one's little bum they're so cute they're just and they're like oh mom can you catch us some fish we're hungry <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so i could even watch this water honestly all day okay i need to see this is what happens you start watching it and then an hour goes by you and hooked. you're like oh goodness me all right so my last webcam is the bald eagle webcam and it has won the hearts of many so quoting the National Park Service website again. The bald eagle webcam provides an intimate view of the breeding and nesting behavior of the bald eagles at Channel Islands. In spring of 2006, the first chick to hatch unaided by humans on the Channel Islands in over 50 years made headlines across the country. Wow. Thrilled with the public interest of the historic event, the National Park Service and its partners established webcams that bring live streaming images of bald eagles' nest into schools and homes of millions of Americans. So cool. So they really won over the hearts of children. But really great resource. I agree. So what's really cool about bald eagles nest is they create this huge nest. It's like it looks like it might be like a foot outside of their little bodies and they're flat. They don't have like, you know, anything on top of them. Okay. So the camera is from a higher viewpoint and you can see every sweet little rearrangement of twigs or ruffle of feathers. And so um Eagles lay eggs between November and February. And while this is the most famous webcam, probably, there are many, many, many more all over the world of bald eagles. Sweet. Yeah. Love it. Um, so just like with the the scenic view. Actually, let's let's look at a I want you to see this too. So go watch some animals in their natural habitat and see some scenic views and Oh, that's like a really good picture as well. Yeah, that's it's like not very the quality pixelated version yeah. of many. And it's just being a bald eagle, doing what it's doing, but being amazing at it. Yeah, up close and personal with these little derpy birds that we made our national animal. So at, just like with the scenic um, webcams, the National Park Service website also boasts about they have like an underwater view. So you can watch oh, fishes cool. and stuff like that, too, which I love, but just not it wasn't my top two. I really love the bears. So that brings me to my last point. There are tons of these live feeds and they are in national parks, state parks, monuments, recreational and seashore 
and just wildlife webcams all over the world. So the National Park Service actually directs you a lot to explore.org. And when you're on there or when you're watching any of them, just take notice of who supports these webcams financially and do what you can to support those organizations. Love it. And that's all I have. Great little plug. Thanks. Cool. Okay. Well, do you have any other questions, comments, thoughts, philosophies, intuitions, or ambiguities? I think the word T-W-O should be pronounced two. All right. Done. Love it. Don't have anything to say. (laughs) (laughs) But I asked and got an answer. Cool. Well, thanks for listening to this short that we did on um, webcams in the national parks. Uh, it was it was great to like take a little break from the typical going into like a national park and doing all of that and just highlighting something uh, different. Absolutely. And this is the first time that we're doing it of many times. Yeah, it was hard not to dive in deeper to yeah. give more information about things, but but we hope you learned a little something, um, and it was just a little a little extra lesson that we got for you guys. Cool. Uh, well, follow us on Instagram at mfyam podcast. Email us, madeforyouandmepodcast at gmail.com. Like and subscribe. Tune in next week. You're beautiful. Bye.